Last week, I watched a movie called The Grinch. Hands up if you have ever seen the movie The Grinch. A few of you, fantastic. Well, in this film, there are creatures called the Who's, and we, we are exci- and they're very excited to celebrate Christmas. Yet there is a green-furred Grinch who is not amused by these plans. Due to his dislike for Christmas, he decides to steal Christmas from them, the Who's. On Christmas Eve, after disguising himself as Santa, the Grinch steals all the presents and decorations throughout the night. The next morning, the Who's wake up. They're shocked. After the shock, the Who's join to celebrate Christmas anyway, leaving the Grinch puzzled. Seeing this, the Grinch's heart triples in size. He then returns the stolen goods, apologizes, and returns home ashamed. Feeling sorry for the Grinch, some of the Who's invite him for their Christmas dinner. When seated for dinner, he confesses that it was not really Christmas he despised, but being alone, neglected. With this, the Grinch then accepts his greatest Christmas gift he has ever received, relationship, friendship. Christmas is a time full of many gifts. For some of us, the gift is simply quality time with friends, relatives. For others, we love to receive physical gifts. From a little research this week, I discovered many of us love receiving gifts. Lint balls, Daryl Lee confectionery. Some of us simply enjoy receiving gift cards. My dad here tonight loves receiving a Bunnings Warehouse voucher. That's what he's going to get off everyone. Some of us enjoy receiving makeup products, self-care items, while others like myself just like a good book to read, maybe even a bottle of whiskey. Even if we open a pair of golf socks or underwear, there is something special about receiving gifts at Christmas time. But while presents and quality time are brilliant things, we must grasp the reality of Christmas. Our socks will later on get holes, our makeup will one day run out. Many memories that were formed over Christmas Day will be forgotten. Most of our relationships will not last forever. As we open our perishable gifts and enjoy our perishable relationships, we can see the harshness of this life, this time that we are given on earth. Most of the treasures of our privileged time on earth, the gifts and relationships we enjoy, maybe even take for granted, may not last forever. For many of us, knowing the stark reality of Christmas can make us feel incredibly uncomfortable. We long for a feast that will last forever. We long to enjoy gifts that will not perish. We long to see 
our loved ones for all eternity. We long to see that crazy uncle crack that joke at the dinner table. We long to sit with our nan and receive all her wisdom that she has to offer us. We long to go out the back with our our children and play cricket. We long to have beers in the backyard also with our sons. Christmas exposes the deepest longings of our heart, a longing for eternal relationship, eternal life, if that were possible. There is good news of great joy. This is why we're meeting together. These things, such as eternal life, eternal relationships, is possible. Behind the tinsel, lights, advent calendars, eggnog, plum pudding, there is a profound gift that we are invited to receive. This gift is not forced on us. It is given to us. It's offered towards us to take on ourselves. This gift is the greatest gift known to humanity. If we receive this gift with our whole heart, we will be forgiven from our sins, our slavery to sin and death, and we will have a new relationship with God I want to read Luke chapter 2, verse 11, which was heard in that gospel video reading that we just listened to. It says this, and here's the gift. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. That's right. The gift, the greatest gift in human history is a human body. Jesus Christ, the little baby born in the insignificant town called Bethlehem in a dirty, grimy animal trough is the mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. While his birth seems insignificant, the treasure of this world, the hope of eternal life is Jesus. He is our only hope in life and death. And here's the good news. God now invites us, me and you, to know him as his children by receiving Jesus as our saviour and Messiah. The word Messiah means the promised king who will reign. If we receive Jesus as our Messiah, our King, the King of our heart, the one who rules us and directs our steps, leading us into this righteous, holy life that is lived for God's glory, we will not perish, the scriptures say. That's why Jesus is good news. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the gospel. That's the good news. We have the hope of eternal life in Jesus if we receive him as our king. And so let me ask you, 
this question. Is this good news to you? The news of eternal life, eternal relationship through Jesus Christ. Is Jesus the gift that you'd like to receive this Christmas if you have not already? Let me be more blunt. Does Jesus rule your life? Is Jesus the source of your love? Is a relationship with Jesus your most prized possession in life? If that is indeed yes, let me say this. Welcome to the body. Welcome to the body. I say welcome to the body because when we come to King Jesus, we spiritually become members of his very body. His body is another way of saying his house, his kingdom, his family, his church. And so what I'm saying is welcome to the family of God in Jesus Christ. When we receive the gift of Jesus, we become one with him, a part of his being, and we share this gift together as God's people. We celebrate this gift together as God's people. To stretch this metaphor further about welcome to the body, let me put it this way. Some of us, when we come to Jesus, become a part of Jesus, and that means some of us are his toes. Others are his organs. Others are his brain. I'm probably the tongue or mouth. Since we all become a part of Jesus, we can now belong to each other forever, one eternal, never-ending family together. And when we receive the gift of Christmas and become a part of Christ's body, we realise something. Like the Grinch, we cannot thrive alone. We need other believers, other members of Christ's body to thrive in our relationship with Jesus. Living as a finger of Jesus without the rest of the body is not possible. We'll simply perish. Paul the Apostle puts it this way. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 19 to 21. Quote, How strange a body would be if it had only one part. Yes, there are many parts, but one body. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. And so at Scone Anglican Church, in our parish, we remember our identity, that we are members of Christ's body who have received the gift of eternal life when we gather on Sunday. We praise God that he has made us one in Christ. We listen to the preached word to be better equipped to serve the members of Christ's body. We eat at the Lord's table to remember that we are one family in Christ Jesus. We do all these things together to not only sustain our relationship with God, but with each other, because we cannot live the Christian life as lone wolves, as alone. We need each other if we want to thrive on under King Jesus into eternity. And so if Jesus is your Lord, welcome to his body. We cannot wait to grow in our relationship with you. But if you have not received Jesus, the gift of, of the gift of Christmas, may I ask why? Why? 
What's stopping you? If you're still sceptical, I encourage you to write your questions down. I'm more happy to sit with you, to wrestle through the problem of evil, the logic of the resurrection, or even how the Christian lifestyle is indeed worth living and is good for your soul. But if you're not wrestling through these questions, if you're convinced that Jesus, that baby who was born, who became that man who died on the cross for your sin, I urge you to praise him, to live for him, to every day commit your life to him. Ask God for his forgiveness when you fail. Ask God to make him the Lord of your whole heart. Ask God to make you an active member of his eternal body. Well, friends, God's greatest gift that he has given us is eternal friendship with Jesus. This friendship is experienced more fully in the context of Christian community. Because when we come to Jesus, we come to his people, his body. I pray that you will consider this amazing life-changing, eternity-defining gift today. In a moment, we are going to enjoy the Lord's Supper together. Since eating the body of Christ as a family is a sign that we have faith in him, I encourage you to see your eating as a declaration of faith and commitment to his body. However, if you feel deep down that you're not ready to eat at the table of God's people That's okay. No one's forcing you. Just put the bread aside or just say no thank you as it's being offered to you. Well, friends, the greatest gift of Christmas is Jesus. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can gather in these hours to expect the birth of our Lord and Saviour. We thank you that he is the greatest gift known to humanity He gives us eternal life, but also eternal relationships with each other. Lord, may we be filled with so much joy because of the work of your dear son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.